去年大年三十的时候，我也在跟他们送午餐跟晚餐。Your wife, was she concerned about you getting sick? 没有，家里不知道，也没敢跟家里说。去年我我和工友们一起来参加火人山医院的建设，大年三十在这边吃的年夜饭，当时的条件有点简陋，可能吃的只是泡面和面包。去年三十的时候，我爸爸做了一个鱼，年年有余，但是他没有心情去烧制它，所以就摆了一条生的。每晚买鱼，我们过年都有一条一条鱼。这个都是我们武汉的黄黄楼酒。I like this one, you know. This is red wine from、uh, from France. 那今年徐文姐有没有什么特别的打算？今年想好好的跟家里人一起过个年。Buongiorno, I'm Dr. Sara Plato. I'm Italian and I live in China for 14 years. I'm a professor on animal behavior and welfare at Zhanghai University, Wuhan. Bonjour, je m'appelle Philippe Klein. I'm a French doctor leading an international clinic in Union Hospital. Shalom, I'm Raz Gaoyosi, 12 years in China, originally from Israel, and I'm a content creator. 新年快乐 I'm Miao, your host. For this China Chat episode, we're celebrating Chinese New Year in Wuhan. Our foreign guests have met a few locals and learned about the battles they went through around this time last year during lockdown. And tonight, we're going to enjoy a special traditional New Year's Eve dinner together, the most important meal of the year in China. For the win. Chinese New Year's Eve. Normally, uh, we celebrate it with our closest friends. We go to their house, uh, and uh, so we spend all day there, like lunch and dinner, and we talk, and so yeah. Uh, Raz, how about you? Well, my uh, Chinese New Year, yeah. especially the first day, Daniel Sanchez Chui, is me waiting to receive many red packets from my WeChat. Philip? Chinese New Year is like, uh, you know, it's a pose, you know, it's holidays for Chinese and uh, also for us. We stay in family and have a good dinner. When you're, you guys are not in China, would you still celebrate Chinese New Year? Sadly, Israel doesn't have many Chinese people. Uh, but the first day of Chinese New Year, I always go and have some hot pot hot at pot. someone's home. And then obviously there's all the red packets again, I love it. I was um, going to save this one for the last, but you mentioned it. Wow. And you first. The others we can wait. Thank you. Did you guys enjoy our activities before dinner? Well, I did certainly like the break. Like the, the, like the break when everyone was playing mahjong. <laughs> Sarah, did you enjoy it? Like all the activities? It was my first time playing mahjong and I really enjoyed it and I want to learn more about it. It's, I want to buy the mahjong pieces and bring it to my 
friend's house and play. Whoa! Oh, for me, the highlight was definitely the people that I got to know through you guys. I haven't never really lived here and I didn't really spend many days in Wuhan in total. So through your eyes, through your stories, through your inspiration, I feel like I'm kind of like I am who I need myself. I can Yeah. yeah I think. Um Philip, do you wanna add anything? So for us it was the first time we tried the uh, Chinese calligraphy, so it was a very nice experience. And do you guys know before that how much the Chinese people really care about this holiday and especially this meal. Sarah? Yes. Yeah. I believe that Chinese New Year is very similar to Christmas because it's a celebration of the family. During Chinese New Year, uh, we have what is considered the biggest human migration of, uh, of the modern time. But you do know that this year, lots of people choose to stay where they are now and yes, choose um, not to go yeah, back home. Yes, yeah. I mean, also last year, many people, especially in Hubei, I feel sorry because for um, Many of them is the second years they cannot go back to their home. So what have you learned about uh, Wuhan and uh, people here since the pandemic? I have experienced uh, or Chinese people's longing for going home by working as a train crew member during the Great Migration three years ago. I went on a 31-hour train ride by the most uh, cheapest train ride. And to where? From Beijing, Beijing, all the way down um, to a place, actually it was in Hubei in the south. It was a very slow train and the people there didn't go home for four or five years on average. I, I didn't really understand the meaning of going home for, for Chinese people until when we arrived at the station. But the moment they arrived home, they sparked something in their eyes sparked. I, I, was, I was crying from being, from like this moment because I started feeling I'm missing my home seeing how they managed to get back home. So um, I felt that through that experience. And secondly, I, I think Chinese people's ability to sacrifice their own good for the others is quite obvious, not just in Wuhan. Even now, you know, you sacrifice your, your, yourself going home for the public health. And it didn't surprise me. You know, Wuhan people showed amazing courage, but I felt like it represents a bigger picture that when Chinese people face a problem or a need to help somebody, they would face it. They would not complain and they would, you know, go through what needs to be done. Uh, even if it's at the price of not going back home, which is something that he wants so much. Yeah. Philip, you told us earlier that someone very important in France called you and uh, talked about Wuhan. Could you tell us who and what was that? So it was my duty to explain to my country what we did in, uh, in, uh, in Wuhan to overcome this pandemic. So um, I, um, I did a, a video on YouTube and then uh, to warn my, my, uh, my country. And uh, after that, uh, I received a, a, a call from the French president, Emmanuel Macron. And then I explained to him uh, what happened in Wuhan, what we did exactly. So you tried to warn yes. the nation? Yes. And it was urgent to understand And when this. everybody was uh, in lockdown, you were actually allowed to go outside. Yes, the Chinese trust me, so I um, received a permit to uh, move freely in, in Wuhan. I was alone, alone in the, in the city. Nobody, only ambulance, ambulance, that's it. It's unforgettable. Thanks for sharing this with us. Thanks. 
In Sarah, I remember that um, when the lockdown in Wuhan began on January 23rd, it was actually Mattel's birthday, right? Sorry, at 2 a.m. Um, I received a message on the Wuhan social group. They, in like eight hours, uh, Wuhan would have been, you know, like shut down completely. So. In the morning, I called him and said, Matteo, Matteo, get up, you need to go out and buy the cake. And in the evening, call his friends, call my family, and we had like, the, I believe, the first event online of the year. So it's the 12th birthday he will never forget. But this year, he actually had like a huge birthday with all his friends. Basically, what he did not have last year, you know, he, <laughs> he got this year. And Ras, uh, where were you? during uh, the New Year's Eve last year. So I was back in Israel, but we managed to really quickly gather some resources from what we had in Israel and collect um, medical supplies and join the efforts to help Wuhan. Over the next few days, all I did was fight the media against discrimination towards Chinese people because of the virus. I was making content to just make people be more aware of of the scientific situation rather than a cultural situation where people were putting blame and being discriminative to some of my friends that I saw. We need, we need more positivity and less hate and less um, blaming. And, uh, and we were very upset because the news really were reporting things that, you know, they were not true and it was bad. So I started to post on Instagram like things that really were happening in, uh, in Wuhan. So what impressed you or maybe surprised you the most uh, about the stories uh, of the locals that you have met and spent time with? I think it's the, uh, it's the uh, real hero of this uh, adventure, Mr. Sean, because you know this uh, hospital this is the main thing in this pandemic, the problem of resuscitation, of uh, ICU, the number of beds, you know. So it was really important to, to build such a, such a hospital and they did it very fast. And so I think the, the rest of the world will never forget this. It was the, oh, her artistic skills are amazing and, and that's obviously impressive. But what impressed me more than her great skills is her pure optimism in face of danger. Because was she got infected with the virus, she was fearing that she must, may infect her parents who lived with her before. She then went to the hospital that was built in a few days and she was under a lot of uncertainty in the peak of the pandemic. And despite all of this, she managed to find a, like, a beam of light in herself to make the situation a bit more positive by drawing the cute pictures of these doctors and their patients in their day-to-day -day life, making us feel less worried about them. Even if inside, and she told me a really interesting quote, Chinese people always show the good side, but with her style of, of positive drawing, I think we can take the worst fears in our life and we can face them. And she inspired millions with her work. So Sarah, what surprised you the most? I believe that, you know, in general, Kwaidi were like uh, the other uh, heroes of this pandemic because uh, thanks to the Kwaidi who went around and delivered food and provision 
to the hospital, but also to the rest of the city. It's like we could stay at home to be safe. And while, I mean, they were at risk every single day. So Raz and I came from Beijing a few days ago to the city and it looks so nice and colorful and so ready for a spring festival, right? What's your wish for a new year then? My wish is that for history, you know, I hope that the human being remember Wuhan as a city, a city who uh, fought the virus and uh, won against the virus by solidarity, courage, intelligence. And I wish for everyone to spend more time with our families, spend more time with our grandparents. I started calling my grandparents much more in 2020, and I should have done it more before. I called them a lot, a few times a week sometimes, just like a catch-up, and they're so happy, it makes their day. Like uh, in general, not just for this year, but in general, is that people realize that this pandemic is not from China, it's not from one place. One thing is that we need to consider that this pandemic is our responsibility from all around the world. Is there anything you'd like to add? I really would like people outside China to really see what Wuhan is, not making Wuhan just related to the virus, but it is actually what's called, you know, the, the Chicago of China. I would like people to appreciate this city for what it, it really is. I develop like a, a more deep attachment to this city. The relationship with the city is like friendship, but during the lockdown, I decided to stay here and, and therefore my friend became was I feel about Wuhan now. That's so sweet. And thank you guys so much for joining our show and sharing so much with us. Thank you. So may I propose a toast? Cheers. Okay. Happy Chinese New Year. Chinese! <laughs> 流年大吉，祝大家二零二一年扭转乾坤，金牛纳福。祝大家在新的一年里，新年快乐，流气冲天。Je vous souhaite un joyeux nouvel an chinois. Shana